The Drum Shuffle Podcast. Listen to it. Hi there, from the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Bracket Talk with Kevin Touch. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, you got the Facebook, I do too. So find the podcast page on Facebook. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com is the email address. I have an email. I'm going to read it later. couple of updates before we get into the conversation with Kevin Touch. WVU loses another player to the transfer portal. Trey Dooms. Moving on. Trey Dooms sat a lot in the beginning of the season, then in the deep, dark, sad times. Huggins said, let's give Trey Dooms a chance. And he gave him a limited chance. Put him in in garbage time, spot minutes. Just did not get a lot of action. So apparently not a good fit. Trey Dooms with Huggins. He's moving on. So that's three guys in the transfer portal officially with Issa Ahmad getting kicked off the team and would have graduated anyways. So lots of changes. Talked about it this season. They are happening. And we may not be done yet. So when the updates come, I'm sure you'll find out on your own. But if if you rely on this podcast for information, when I know, I'll let you know. Also, first round said tournament WVU versus Grand Canyon. WVU five and a half point favorite right now for what that's worth. Do not bet on the sad tournament. Anyways, let's get into bracket talk. What this is, is I gave you my bracket thoughts. Don't use them. But maybe there's some other perspectives that you will find helpful. So the same folks that went through the Bracket Talk series with me last year. I brought him back this year. And so we're starting with Kevin Touch. He's a staple on the Anchor app. He's very active on Instagram. You can find him at Mr. Kevin Touch. He also is a part of the United Promotion. You can find them on Instagram at the United Promotion. Let's get in the Bracket Talk with Kevin Touch. Woody's goodies. Buy something from them. Kevin Touch, welcome back to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you just having me on. Let's talk some basketball. Cool, man. So the most important brackets first. How far do you have WVU going in the SAD tournament? Uh, I, I didn't even look at it, but... <laughs> Why would you, Kevin? Why would you look at that? Uh, but because I'm a WVU... I have, I have four teams, so it's a little weird situation. But, but since I'm a WVU fan, let's say they win it all. The SAD tournament. <laughs> maybe, maybe they get some of those Grand Canyon vibes and they start, you know... As long as they don't get distracted by Grand Canyon pictures of it, they, they should be fine. Right. Absolutely. All right. 
That's a that's a you you picture them going far. I'll, I'll take that as a, a vote of confidence. Um, but seriously, let's talk about the big tournament. Um, what conference? You know, Big Ten got a lot of teams. ACC, mm-hmm. Big Twelve, SEC got a lot of teams. What's the conference in this tournament that you have the most faith in, as far as most teams advancing deep? Uh, for me, it has to be. You look at the ACC, it has 3-1-C. That's probably the big one. And I'm looking at the final four bracket I made. I think the ACC will probably reign supreme. I know they had a lot of people in. And I think with the amount of talent and the, the, the talent pool over there, just take away Zion for a minute, I think the ACC will definitely be most represented. However, there are some surprises that we'll get to in a little bit. But for right now, ACC. Okay, so let's talk about. Uh, let me give. Let me get your biggest surprise. The biggest upset you have on Thursday and Friday of this week. Yep. So the the biggest upset is a team I have no idea who's going to make it yet because it's one of those first four playing games. I have um, Belmont. If it's Belmont, I think they make a run because I I I seen Belmont in the previous years, and I really think they could go far. And the only other major upset I have and I have this team going pretty far too, is Wofford. I look Ooh. at Wofford. Yeah, Wofford is a sleeper. They won 20 straight in a row. They have a great talent pool of shooting threes. They're not one of those you know, heavy three teams like Auburn, Virginia Tech. But they have experienced veterans. I think veteran presence in this tournament especially will lead further. I, I think you'll see the freshman mistakes from a team like Kentucky. They might – of course, they'll be there. But I think Wofford is somebody – you got to watch out and be asleep. Even though they're not technically a team that's ranked like 10, they're ranked 7, they're, no one's talking about them as much as they're talking about like Zion and those guys. So I got Wofford, definitely a surprise. And the only other pretty much surprise I had uh, for the first round, let's see here, is Oregon. I know you had Oregon too. I like Wait a Oregon. minute. Back, back to Wofford. So do you have them beating Kentucky in the second round? That's uh, – uh, let's see here. Do we? No, I uh, yeah, I actually do have them beating. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm making a statement here. I think Wofford, with the senior experience, will get it done, and Kentucky will falter. That's wow, my. That's a big one. That's a big one. I know that's a seven seed, but uh, Kentucky has a two, and playing strong at the end of the year, that would be a that would be a major upset. So I like that. Yep, and, and as you said, Oregon, I like that pick. They just won the Pac-12. I think they got some momentum riding high. I mean, the eight and nine seeds, you know, that's a flip-flop game. I have a couple nines. And the only other ba- major one I have is Murray State just winning round one. I think Marquette, you look at their resume, I don't see it as impressive as to say as a five seed. I personally thought they should have been a six or a seven, but that's not my decision. And I, had, and I had Murray State, and I look at their – they have the number one scorer um, in the league, Jamor, uh, Jab Morant. He's the number one scorer in NCAA, I'm pretty sure, 25 points a game, or he's one of the top three. He could be a top three pick in the NBA draft. So I right. think we, we're going to definitely ride him to round two. And that's, okay. pretty, that's pretty much my major upsets. Fantastic. So let, let's go through each region and give me your final four picks. So coming out of the East, who do you have, the Duke bracket? The Duke. <laughs> there it is. Uh, that, that was just, for me, no surprise. I, I look at Duke. I mean, Zion, until that guy can get stopped, I, uh, I just don't see anyone stopping him. 
Michigan is, State, they 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 breeze. That's the only they one. breeze through the Big Ten tournament, beat Michigan three times. Can they give Duke a game? That's the only team that I actually have Michigan State in the Elite Eight. I think Duke will pull it off barely, but that might be the only fumble Duke has. Now the next one I actually have in the Elite Eight for the East, and to get to the final four, this is my shocker: Gonzaga versus Buffalo. No one talks about Buffalo. And I see Buffalo, and I looked at like 20 games this year they played. I think Buffalo beats Gonzaga. Gonzaga has issues. They make the Final Four. There's the shocker. Wow. So you have, you have Buffalo, who beat WVU on opening night in double overtime, going to the Final Four. Yep, that's going to be the Loyola Chicago this year. I, I really, I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting a lot of faith in it. But I look at the West region, it's doable. Because wow. I do, I, I, I really think, I know you like Michigan, but I mean, I looked at them yesterday. They're, they're interesting. They can either be hot one night on defense or hot one night on offense. I know they got Jordan Poole, but if Nevada takes care of this, I also have Nevada, believe it or not, in the 16, like last year. If Nevada takes care of them, that's another upset. Nevada takes care of Michigan, Buffalo will beat Nevada. And I say they beat Gonzaga because Gonzaga, great team. I love them, but. They can never seem to get over the hump. So I'm going to put um, Buffalo in my final four, and I'll play Duke. Wow. Okay, South bracket, the Virginia bracket? Yeah, and unfortunately, I got burned last year bad with Virginia. We all had, did, Kevin. Yes. <laughs> except one buddy. He actually had – he's from Baltimore, so he did not get Oh, so he, so he had <laughs> UMBC. Wow. He's the only one I know. But uh, I do have Virginia going far, but I don't have them winning it. I actually have Tennessee out of the South. I think Tennessee, even though they just lost to my Auburn Tigers, I think they have enough composure. And I look at the, that is the easiest. I don't care what anyone That's the easiest path out of all the brackets I've looked at and out of all the regions. So I think Tennessee, for me, will shock Virginia. Kyle Guy will try his best for Virginia to get the, the senior leadership and all that. But I think Tennessee just has too much talent. Rick Barnes will lead him to a Final Four. Okay. Now Midwest, and, the, the UNC bracket. UK? Wa- yeah, I have North Carolina Wofford as my lead eight, and I got North Carolina winning. There's what Wofford dreams in. But I, I, th- I really think Wofford will be another team you'll be surprised with. I think they'll make a deep run, and I got UNC making the final four. All right, so national championship game, who do you got, and who do you have winning it all? Duke and UNC. I mean, it's another tobacco Round road. four. Round, Round four, four of Duke-UNC. <laughs> I don't like either team, but um, I think this is probably the number one. From my understanding, this is the number one matchup everyone wants to see. And for me, I'm also on that hype train. I actually have Duke winning by one point. I think it's going to be another close game. I got them 80-79. I mean, that's if we need a tiebreaker. But I have Duke winning it all by that much. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, Duke, it's hard with a healthy Zion to bet against them. But the team you have playing them in the final – They've beat them twice and played them really tough in the ACC tournament. So um, it should be interesting if it goes that route. And it, it might get a pretty good rating on the television, Duke, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Monday night at the T- uh, U.S. Bank in Minnesota, I'm pretty sure. So that's going to be a good It's going to be a good game. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So moving off of basketball, Kevin, you're the subject of an upcoming documentary. <laughs> yes. Right? Yep, 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 yeah. I have. So a, tell me uh, about that experience, what it was like shooting a documentary, being the subject of that, and when will it be out, when will we be able to see it? Yeah, for, first off, the, the whole 
thing was a surprise party. So imagine like getting a call before the week of Christmas saying, hey, we're going to make a documentary about you. And I'm like, uh, all right, okay. I, I didn't buy it. I'm like, no one, what, what is this? Is this like a fantasy world? But uh, they, they said, no, just just don't don't worry about it. We got you back, and okay. So I let the, the, the weeks ride out, and then eventually January 12th came, and we shot it, and over-exceeded my expectations. I mean, it's not something like a, mo- like a Hollywood film type thing, but it's, it's pretty good quality. That's why we're taking time with the editing process. And I hope to have it in the summer, man. I think the summertime, it gives the people who've worked on it some time to relax. It gives myself time who will have more time to relax and we don't really go against any major sporting events in the summer other than you know, like the baseball all-star game. I think that would really be the, the perfect. So we're looking anywhere between June and July. We'll have it out for you and we'll go from there. And I'll know how to Fantastic. market that. And we'll to market as well. There you go. Fantastic. So side question, as you're answering that question, are you playing with a, sl- a slinky in the background? No. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you're either at a poker table or you're watching a slinky go down the stairs. Now, well, you know what it is? I'm at the, um, I usually do my lives like near a flower, like um, my flowers behind. So I'm at like a, a desk. Uh-huh. And you're, you're probably here when you see sometimes I just look over at the flowers. That's all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not no slinky. But, you know, you no, man, I love slinkies. That's cool. I just thought it was a weird, it was a weird spot to be, to be breaking out the slinky. Yeah, Final Four prediction is slinky. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, guys. If you have a slinky, you're guaranteed to win this bracket. It's pretty. Oh, wow. That's, 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 hot, that's hot news. Yeah. Um, all right. And you're, I know you from podcasting. You have the Touch mm-hmm. Talk podcast. You wrapped up the Anchor Nation last year. Mm-hmm. What are your upcoming podcast plans besides continuing with the Touch Talk channel? So we have the UP. That's a... Uh... I'm sure you've been featured. Yes, you were featured back in October, way back in the day, it seems like. Um, that, that we were going to do a podcast for. We can't reveal all the details, but we're going to have something cool planned. Uh, I really look at the UP as something that I never thought would happen. I mean, it's something that just it sprouted out of my mind. And the fact that we've been just giving people a chance and giving a chance to feature talent of all different varieties, whether it be sports, entrepreneurship, uh anything you know art it, it, it just really says a lot about communities and i learned a lot about communities through anchor so i put that knowledge and i think it'd be pretty cool to give back whether i'm hosting or somebody else the show it'll be under my name almost like the creators council but it's under my name will be the up podcast we're going to give people a chance we still have to figure out some things but that's our upcoming plans and other than that i'm just going to continue to touch talks i might do the the only thing different with touch talks than in the past is I might be doing a little bit more challenge basis. So I'll do like a week of shows and then I'll put it up on Instagram. That's the only difference. And that way we can have a variety going on for sure. Fantastic. Can't wait to hear the UP podcast and, and what you've got going on. Here's my final question. I'm going to ask everybody in the Bracket Talk series this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jermaine Haley for the Mountaineers before the season, he said he was a pass first, pass second player. Mm-hmm. What kind of basketball player are you, Kevin Touch? Are you a shoot first, shoot second guy, a shoot first, pass second, a pass first, shoot second, or like Jermaine Haley, a pass first, pass second player? Uh, yeah, it depends. Uh, most of the time it's pass, pass, but there are times where I, <laughs> <laughs> but there are times, I'm not, the, I'm not the tallest guy, but there are times where I, I say, you know what, forget the passing pass. I'm going to take the pass shot. Yeah, if I get the ball, 
there's a reason why I got the ball. That's my time to make it happen. It's understandable, though, when you have like a, a five man, sometimes you get five on five, rarely get five on five. The most I've ever gotten in the game was, I think, maybe one five on five game. I usually play like three on threes, but that's just more easier for me. Mm-hmm. But, but we do full court, too, so it's crazy. Um, but for me, I definitely more of the pass. pass. But in certain cases, when it's getting close to crunch time, now I got to get the ball in my hand, pass shot, have the killer instinct. There you go. Oh, wow. You want the ball at the end of the game. Yeah, I got it, man. Because at the end of the day, you know, everyone hates that situation. Like, if you miss it, it's your fault. But now for me, like, you know, it's supposed to be that way. You know, if it's my fault, it's my fault. We just ride or die. And if it happens, if the ball's in my hand with like four seconds, I got to get the ball. Like, that's, that's just pretty much it. But for the most of the game, you know, I'll pass it with whoever's open. And, of course, we try to get the easy baskets. Because that's, that's the key. Easy baskets in a pickup game will always do you well, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Kevin Clutch. Kevin like... Clutch. Yeah, <laughs> KT Clutch, man. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Well, thank you for sharing your, your bracket knowledge. I appreciate you doing this again in 2019. Thank you for joining me again on Unreasonable Down, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Thanks, Josh. And uh, let's definitely see if we can get a better season because we finished 14-20 this year. Hey, man, the sad tournament is approaching. They're going to get some wins. <laughs> sad tournament for the win. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Josh. Dyer Prime Creative Group. Let them create something for you. Again, big thank you to Kevin Touch for joining me on the podcast. Find him on Instagram at Mr. Kevin Touch. Follow the United Promotion on Instagram at the United Promotion. Touch Talks Podcast. You can find that on the Anchor app. Big thank you to Kevin. Enjoy his work. He's doing his thing. Email sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. There's no subject to this email, and it's from my wife. My wife and I live in the same house. She sent me an email. Let's read the email. You went a little nutty on people wearing tanks and flip-flops in mid-March. Just wanted to mention that your oldest child was one of those people. (laughs) That is all. And then it's the smiley face emoji that has like red cheeks. Like the the bashful. The shy laugh. The shy smile emoji. Anyways, my daughter's just a child. Children are different. Children can do what they want. They're kids. They don't know any better. All of the tank tops I saw in mid-March were all on adults. And I'm not judging. It's just my personal opinion to (laughs) de-layer your clothes in degrees. That's all I'm saying. But thank you, Amy, for sending me an email. (laughs) Natalie, I'm sorry. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Anchor, Spotify, Google, Overcast, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn. Shout out to the person listening on Pocket Cast. Castbox. Subscribe. Rate. Review. 
with that rate part, rate it five stars. I thank you in advance. More bracket talk coming soon. And the big game, first round of the SAD tournament, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. So more bracket talk to come. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2018-19 season. 14 wins, 20 losses.